So like a decade ago or something, I um, knew this couple, they're planning on getting married, and this couple did everything together. So I thought that was really sweet. I actually like this couple always doing everything together. So, you know, that looks good. Except then um, the woman asked if she could meet with me. And so we're meeting, and she gets this text. And we're meeting because he tends to be very controlling. And she gets a text and says, now, would you mind, he doesn't think that... I'm meeting with you right now. He thinks I might be meeting with some other guy. So he asked me to take a photo of you and text it to him. Um, which, I mean, luckily I'm very photographic. So I said, you know, sure, if that's what you need. Um, and he, he, so anyhow, they did not end up getting married because he was controlling. Now, in all honesty, I know she did love him. And... I think he did love her. I think he did love her, but what he loved more is being in control of her. Does that make sense? Sounds strange. I've met, I don't know why, this is my opinion. I could be wrong. I really don't think I am because of in my experience. Um, you know, when people get elderly, like usually one child will be in charge. And I've seen couple times where one child is in charge and they do love their parent, but they love being in control of their parent. So I do think they love their parent, but I think they love being in control of their parent even more. And they, they reign over everything in their life. And I just mentioned that because that reminds me of today's gospel. You have Mary and Martha. And let me first disabuse what the point of this gospel is, because when I was in high school, I was in this advanced humanities class and um, had a great teacher. She was from Argentina. And she said, in the Middle Ages, the interpretation of this gospel was many people thought, well, it's good if you're working in the world, doing the work of Christ. What's better is if you would go into a cloister and just pray all day long. That's the better part. Have you ever heard that interpretation? Well, oh, well. Don't think like that. Because um, when I went to the seminary, um, like one Benedictine monk, and they are a Benedictine monk, said, oh, anybody who has that interpretation, they're basically lazy. They, they want to say, oh, I'm so devoted to Christ that I don't do work. And I have to say, in my priesthood, I've met some priests, same thing, who say, you know, I, I'm more of a contemplative. I'm not really meant for work. But the Benedictine motto is work and pray. Um, any priest who says, I'm more, I was more meant to be a monk, tends to be incredibly lazy. And so it's not that, so I want to disabuse you. It's not that, well, some people are meant for work and other people are meant for pray. That is not the meaning of today's gospel. It's more like the guy who had his fiance take a picture of me because Martha does love Jesus. She does love Jesus, but what she loves most is a religion that puts her in charge because it's Martha's house. It's Martha who has a sister named Mary, not Mary who has a sister named Martha. It's Martha's work. It's Martha, Martha, Mark, Martha. Martha loves being in control. And she's not just doing work like housework, so get that out of your head too. 
In the Greek, what she's doing is diakonia, like the deacon. She's doing church work, and church work gives her a sense of power and control. Does that make sense? So don't say after me, well, somebody's got to wash the dishes. That's not the point. She loves religion because it gives her power and control. And there's Mary at the feet of Jesus. Uh, and what she's doing is listening to Jesus. So Mary's offering the type of hospitality Christ wants, which is to be listened to and loved. Now, just FYI, because I love this, that gospel would have been shocking for Jews because at the time of Jesus, um, women weren't allowed to study the Torah. And with Mary at the feet of Jesus, what she's learning is Torah. There's a very famous rabbi same, at the same time of Christ who said, better to burn the Torah than let a woman touch it. Um, pretty shocking. So it would have been shocking that Mary is learning the Torah. Um, she's learning the way of Christ. Martha is busy with all the stuff of religion, but She's busy, but she's not really offering Christ the hospitality that Christ wants, and that is being loved for the sake of Christ. Not love Christ because it gives me control over other people. Uh, it, does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. I gave it a shot. Um, it's like the fiance. I think he did love his fiance, but I think he loved being in control more than that. And so, yeah, the marriage couldn't last. Religion, I just think, will become fake and broken and won't last. If you love the power religion gives you, the control over other people, if you love that more than just loving Christ, um, the image of Mary is that I love Christ for Christ. I love being Catholic because I love love. It makes me fall deeper in love. You're not Catholic because, well, I'm better than other people. I can control certain people. Uh, that perverts religion. So the better part, when he says Mary has chosen the better part, what's the better part? The better part is to love Christ for Christ. The better part is to offer Christ true hospitality. Um, so just imagine Martha, if she wouldn't have, Christ wouldn't have called her out. Imagine Martha dying standing before the gates of heaven and Christ saying, you know, all the work you did in religion, it wasn't for me. It was so that you can remain in power. So the prayer is all of us will become like Mary or for Martha needing to control other people. We have a conversion that now we don't want to control other people. We want to be controlled by love. That's real religion. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comments section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.